0: Welcome to the Femina Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks so much for joining me today. The topic today is family. One of the things that's very striking to us after living here in this Christian community for several decades is the wonderful way that Christian families take care of one another, which is what we're supposed to do. Families are God's appointed first line of defense when someone is sick or in trouble. And then, our fellow saints are the second line of defense. Taking care of one another, it turns out, is what characterizes us as believers. It's almost like two different levels of family. Your own flesh and blood family, your relatives, and then the Christian church, your brothers and sisters in Christ. Jesus said in John 13, 35, by this, All will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. This love for one another is our uniform. And on the flip side, Paul writes to Timothy in 1 Timothy 5 8 and says, But if anyone does not provide for his own, and especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So not only is loving one another, the Christian's uniform, but not providing or caring for your own family drops you down into the category of worse than an unbeliever. I mean, even unbelievers take care of each other. So how much more should the believer? When a Christian fails in this duty, he's sunk to the very dangerous position of denying the faith. So this should give us pause. I'm going to give you a few examples of what is happening in our congregation. And none of these examples are the result of someone pressuring family to take care of their own. Far from it. And we only see the tip of the iceberg. You know, we know of some of the things going on. We've seen some of it firsthand, but there's so much behind the scenes. The total tonnage of giving and loving is staggering. So I hope you'll be encouraged by this like I am. Hebrews 10.24 says, And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. So I hope that this little podcast will stir you up. When one family is demonstrating care for its own people, you know that example has the effect of stirring up that kind of love and good works in others. And it's good. You think, well... Look, they've been able to manage this. Surely I could do that too. And that's good. It's not guilt tripping. It's the opposite. It's inspiring. In our congregation, we have many couples our age who are grandparents themselves and who regularly fly or drive great distances to care for their own elderly parents who have become frail or sick. They're helping them move into care facilities where needed, or moving them into their own homes, or helping them find a better living situation. I can readily think of several families who have aging parents living with them here in their own homes. Some are widowed grandmas, and living near family, as you can imagine, is such a sweet blessing where they regularly see their children, their grandchildren, and even their great grandchildren. In other words, there is a solid commitment here, caring for elderly parents. And it, sometimes it takes great creativity and physical resources to accomplish it. James one twenty seven says, Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble, and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Living this way, caring, For our own parents who may be widows is pure and undefiled religion, and you can't get much higher praise than that. But at the same time, it's basic Christian living before God and the Father. Some of the folks in our congregation who are caring for older parents are still young themselves and their kids are still at home. So having an elderly mom or dad moving in with you isn't easy. It really can mess up your life and your plans. But isn't that glorious, and isn't that good to know, but this is God's plan and purpose, not mine? If it's messing with my schedule and my plans, then help yourself, Lord, mess with them, because I want your plans, not my plans. Does change how free you are to come and go. And many of the couples who are caring for their parents are just approaching retirement age themselves. And doesn't the world describe retirement as the time For world travel and leisure, but not for these saints. (laughs) As I said, some are still in middle age and they're gladly opening their homes for their sick or bereaved or frail parents. They're not just popping them into institutions and abandoning them there. Even if they need help caring for them and absolutely must get their parents in a place where they will receive full time care, they continue to regularly visit and provide oversight. It's a big commitment. There's no doubt about it. Then we have many families, as you can imagine, probably in your congregation as well, who have had loved ones in the hospital for extended periods. Recently, a young father in our congregation was in the hospital for five weeks, and his wife's sisters flew in one at a time, a week at a time, to take care of the kids, so that the wife could be with her husband. It's just a To me, that is so inspiring. (laughs) I love it. And not only that, but his parents were at the hospital daily for weeks. And it's just a beautiful picture of what family is for, what family does. And this is sacrificial love, Christian love, pure religion. And you know, as these sisters were flying in, they were leaving responsibilities at home where other people had to step it up and help fill those roles, so it always has this much bigger impact than we realize or that we can see with our eyes, the level of good works going on and love and provision behind the scenes. We've had many with long-term conditions or illnesses that will require lots of family help, and we've seen such sacrificial love and care over many years. I can think of one wonderful couple who would drive many miles every week to help with the care of a grandchild. And I only know a fraction of the work that was involved. But they left their own comfortable home every week for years to give themselves to their family, offering their strong hands to help and comfort and cook and clean whatever was needed. Later, when that same couple was in a serious car accident, where were they? They recovered at the same home where they had come <laughs> to help for years. It's like returning the favor. And you just see this over and over again. We also have parents who are caring for grown children who need extraordinary help. It doesn't look glamorous, it's hard work behind the scenes, but God sees it. And He is the one we want to please. God always blesses this kind of labor when we lay ourselves out for one another especially for our own family we have a newborn in our congregation who's in the NICU an hour and a half away right now and this has happened quite a bit lately with such a large congregation and what a blessing it is to have a facility within easy driving distance but many are needed behind the scenes to help care for the kids at home while mom and dad are with the baby time and again The saints pitch in to babysit, to fix meals, to clean, to carpool, whatever is needed. It's just staggering. (laughs) That second line of defense has proved themselves to abound in love to one another. Our church has a never-ending meal sign-up for families who have sick kids or new babies, as well as many other kinds of difficulties or trials. Such a blessing. And we've known many over the years who've opened their homes to foster care or have adopted needy children. This is pure and undefiled religion that James describes. We've seen large financial gifts given to help the needy, housing provided, cars given, you name it. It goes on and on. And this is not super Christianity. This is true Christianity. This is what a community, beginning with the family, does for one another. This is a sign of health and God will prosper it always. We can't each do everything, obviously, but we can probably do more than we are doing. And we can get out of our comfort zone and make a meal or babysit, give someone a ride or any number of things. So I just encourage you to pray about that. Like, Lord, is there something, you know, what should I do? Should I cook a meal? Is there someone that needs that, then I really should extend myself. Um, and in this area that I'm not comfortable with, we'll, we'll try it. God will bless it. Blessings on your week. Thank you so much for joining me. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around.